Hello and welcome back to A Little Quirky Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Simone. Today we're going to be getting into the topic of college and actually starting to high school, then going to college, and the pressure of doing everything so extraordinary, going above and beyond, asking what your next steps are, and all that fantastic stuff. (laughs) Let's get into it. Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. So, uh, first things first, I feel like I always have to come up with disclaimers and saying hello first, but hey, it's a polite thing to do. How y'all doing? <laughs> I hope you guys are all doing well. So, um, I'm going to try if, okay, if you guys in the future, near future, hear like any slip ups or anything in my podcast, when I record, I try to just keep going and keep going, but sometimes I get brain farts and I have like long drags of pauses or sometimes I'll say something like really strange and I do like small edits throughout the podcast just so it sounds cohesive, but I think I mentioned this on my last episode that Anchor has really been messing me, messing with me, testing me. So it's been hard to edit everything because like everything ends up getting jumbled up or erased. So I'm going to try to keep uh, as little edits out of here as I can, but (laughs) try to keep it sounding good. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully it sounds okay. Um, But yeah, so we're going to jump into it to uh, here we start off. (laughs) We're going to jump into to to today. We are going to jump into today's topic. There we go. So I wanted to talk about college and the pressure I feel like that's put on college students. Um, You know, not even just college students in general. With school, I feel like there's so much pressure put on students to always think about your next step, okay? And I would say more so in high school into college and then after college I feel like the pressure started coming on more so I know for me it kind of started off in high school um that's when like your GPA and everything starts to get measured and you take these AP and IB classes I don't know if you guys know what that is I don't I don't even know if every school offers that high school offers that but you know they have these uh advanced is it just called is it just advanced placement and international batch I don't even know how to pronounce the word I might even want to set up here in front um those two AP and IB and I feel like let's start right there I feel like the pressure started off there because if you I feel like if you weren't taking AP classes or if you weren't taking IB classes you were looked at like oh you're not smart enough you're not advanced or whatever and uh I feel like I played into that like my I I definitely, I took those AP classes and I took those IB courses. Did I pass the test at the end? I think I only passed one if I'm being, if I'm remembering correctly, which was my Spanish one, which was so strange. But I passed my, Lord, I can't even get it out, my IB Spanish test and then AP, terrible did horrible I think I got ones on all of them not even on the front and that kind of pissed me off because you know everybody's like oh like save your money now like spend $90 or $115 on this test 
and there, it's not even you know you you still could fail and not even get the college credits for it. That's I feel like that was people's biggest concern or biggest encouragement to take these stupid courses. No offense to like my teachers or anything, because I, I I loved all the classes, but I just think the whole what do you even call this type of culture just like the it, people put so much pressure on their kids and oh my son is full rb my girl i don't care i don't care and honestly i was quite miserable in some of those classes actually a lot i passed ib psychology as well but anyways um it was just like at some point, I felt like it was more for, like, the parents than it was really was for the kids. Just so the parents could brag on their kids. And I just really did not care. I was about... I remember in... What was it? I think it was junior year. I was about to drop my AP U.S. History course. Because I was like, I literally don't even care about this class. Like, I just know myself. And I don't... Like, I had taken three no two AP courses prior and I did terrible in them like I did bad on the test I didn't do I mean I did okay in the class but like I wasn't retaining any of the information and then you know I was go I was like about to drop the class and then my teacher I, I feel like I got I know if it's no like fault to like my teachers or anything I think they just saw potential in me that I didn't see in myself but like at the same time I wasn't giving it my all so that <laughs> potential kind of like went through the cracks and I ended up really hating the class and just feeling stupid all the time and I wasn't stupid and it's, it, it, it was just the fact that like I have never been the type of person to really <sighs> engage <laughs> in school like that like I know that sounds bad, but, like, I feel like I've been able to, like, breeze through and get, like, the grades that I want. I never really had to work for it, and so being in these AP and IB classes was, like, a huge wake-up call, like, oh, my gosh, like, now you have to do work, and I just didn't want to do it. I was being lazy, okay? There's no other way to put it, but I also feel like kids should not feel pressured to do that if they want, if they don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, who is going to look back at your high school career like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like most of it, again, is for other people. But also, I think people hype up college so much. Like, you have to join all these clubs. You have to take these advanced courses. You have to do uh, a sports or whatever. Like, you have to do everything in order to get into your junior college. And, of course, that is unfortunately the case with some of these schools, you know, like... uh ivy leagues or what have you but like that wasn't like what i wanted to do there was one point where i was like oh my gosh like i want to go to yeah i want to go to harvard but that was literally only because of the name i had absolutely no interest in going to these ivy leagues not saying that you know if you worked hard for it and you wanted to do that not not discrediting what those people do at all because I think it's amazing and I think they have amazing dedication and determination and uh discipline. I just don't have that. It was never it was never for me. Like I never set out to go to Harvard for me or Yale for me or even like you know the in-state schools that were like higher up University of Richmond and UVA I, re I remember I was like I was so butthurt when I got waitlisted at uh, U of R but I didn't even want to go there in the first place I remember after uh I decided I was going to go to VCU um 
I was driving down there and I was like, I was with my friend. I was like, you want to go see U of R? Because the campus is beautiful. So beautiful. That was probably the only reason I wanted to go. But I drove on the campus and I remember just looking around and feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that I didn't go here. And I'm so happy I got waitlisted <laughs> because if I slipped up and made the mistake of going here just to go here, I would have been so miserable. And if you guys don't know anything about U of R, no offense to the people there. I, I don't know the people, but like, it's just a very, um, from what I can tell, really, they look like really rich white kids everywhere. I don't think I saw one black person on the campus. Um, I also saw, you know, they probably had their party year, so I saw some white guys with their shirts off driving around in their Jeep on campus when I went over there. So I, if that paints a picture for you, <laughs> just so you can get that kind of idea of what that kind of school for to me. That's that's the vibe it was giving me. I was like, I'm so happy I didn't go here. And then um yeah, I just feel like that the when you're in high school the pressure starts immediately like I step foot in the door and they already started talking to me about where you're gonna go to college like girl can I breathe I'm a freshman I don't know y'all don't even know what I'm doing out here you know what I'm saying so it's just a lot of pressure going into high school and then like I was just talking about the pressure of applying to colleges that oh my gosh it I just when I look back and think back on it, it's just so, like, exhausting. That whole period of applying to colleges and, oh, where are you going to go? And what are you going to major in and all this stuff? I'm like, child, I don't know. I'm just trying to get my foot in the door at this point. And um, I, I don't, I think I, I don't even remember how many schools I applied to. Um, obviously VCU because that's where I'm going right now but the only one that I can really remember was Spelman College the illustrious Spelman College I will never let go of that dream of always wanting to go to Spelman it's okay that tuition is a little bit crazy for me but that's fine I have faith that one day I'm gonna show up at Spelman somehow some way but anyways that's besides the point <laughs> um those were like my two top schools VCU and Spelman and I got accepted into both and, and ended up going to VCU and you know that's all cool and I feel like the pressure's off uh, off of you for a little bit then once you step foot in the door at, in in college people start asking you so many questions what do you want to major in oh what are you going to do with that major what kind of job do you want is that job going to make enough money and all of these questions I'm like I do not know stop asking me like not not to be rude but I don't have the answers I don't have the answers it's just so nerve-wracking and it's stressful um and if you got well you guys probably do not know because I'm just gonna explain it anyways but um I think I've changed my major about five or six times at this point and now I'm a junior so I came in with a uh, journalism major then when I got in I changed it to political science and then I was like I definitely want to do something with African-American studies I think that's the only thing that stayed a constant but it was first my minor and then I was like okay I'm gonna make it political science with a concentration in civil rights and uh, a, a double major with African-American studies I was like okay I'm cool I'm set so I think that was my major for the first uh, year, 
didn't change it or anything but then I started thinking about English I was like okay I really do like English I think that'd be a good major for me uh, I really want to get more into writing and I feel like English would give me the right um tools for that and also I was influenced by my parents I have to say because I remember telling them like I kind of wanted to do something I, and now I can't even remember but I believe VCU has something like a, a major that pertains to like um the more creative side of it like writing and like direct like the 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 arts film that that area so my parents were like why don't you do English and you have that background then you can like write scripts and stuff I was like that's not really what I want to do but okay whatever so I was on the track to pick up English as my major but I never did it because I remember I picked up one class just to see how I would like the major and the day after the the first day the first day I dropped the class because I was like this is not for me it's not what I want to do he had some crazy like it was just it was just the amount of work in it and I know it sounds super lazy but I again I just knew I wasn't gonna apply myself especially if it wasn't something that I wasn't super enthusiastic about so I stuck with polit political science and then of course when you oh my gosh when you get into like political science anything in the area people are like oh law, law school law school law school I'm like okay so I kind of like stuck with political science and wanted to like I guess entertain the thought of law school and you know I would tell people like you know if I told them my major they're like oh you want to be you want to go to law school I was like yeah like that's the plan and the girl no it's not okay because you're struggling going through undergrad how the heck you think you're gonna go to law school and I, 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 now, I now know that about myself. It's a lot of reading, a lot of writing. It's just, you know, you, it's a lot of debating and just like, that's not my thing. Like, I don't want to do that. And it wasn't until sophomore year, second semester, that I realized I hated political science. I first got into it because I was like, um, and, and my, okay, so. The way it works out is that you have to take like your prereqs or whatever, like the general classes for political science overall. And then you get into your courses that um, align with your concentration. So my concentration was civil rights. And I had the idea that civil rights was going to be about everything black, blackity black, black. I was going to fight for the people. I was going to get all the information that I needed. And then I took my civil rights concentration course and it was nothing that not not one thing that stuck from that class I remember the last day of class I set up my phone so I could do a time lapse I was literally I had the zoom call open on one screen and then me shopping on the other screen <laughs> and I know that's so terrible and it's really bad and I feel bad because I'm not only wasting his time, I'm wasting my goddamn time because I'm not I'm not learning anything from this class. I think I got a C in that course by the... No, I got a D in that course by the grace of God because I failed miserably on my first test, did terribly on my second one. We had a final exam, but if we did our paper, we didn't have to do it. Or we, if we were happy with our grade, we didn't have to do it. So I did my paper and I got a high B on that. I actually killed that paper, 10-page paper. I worked hard those two days. I waited till the last minute. That's one thing about me. I procrastinate, but I'm going to make it good. And I got to be on it. That's pretty good for waiting till the last minute. So it took all that for me to realize I absolutely hated 
political science. Nothing, no, there were, there was not one class that I took in that major that was like, oh my, this is life changing. I love it. None, not one, not one. And if I'm sitting up here paying this, I want to have to pay these loans back. I'm going to make it worthwhile. I'm going to do something that I want to do, right? So here I am, junior year. I feel like I'm finally stepping into something that I'm interested in. And at first, I was like, you know, I admittedly think about what people will think of me too much when it comes to, like, my major and stuff. Because I'm like, I got to, like, show up and show out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at the end of the day, it's my education and I'm the one that's doing all the work. And if I'm doing the work, I want to do something that I'm interested in. So I say all that to say right now, my major is just African American studies. And I can wholeheartedly say every class that I've taken, I've been interested in. Like there's not been one class that I had, that I got bored in everything. Like I soak up that information and I know that I like it. I know that I'm enjoying it. And I know, I know that I'm retaining the information because after class, I go to my parents and tell them like, Oh my gosh, did you know about this? Did you know? Like, I just keep going and going and going. And it's honestly exactly what I wanted because what I'm getting out of African American studies is exactly what I wanted from political science, the civil rights confrontation no concentration right so I finally accepted the fact that like I'm not gonna sit up here and try to please everybody I don't even know what I'm doing after college we'll get to that in a second but like I'm not gonna sit up here and just keep this major so people can be like oh my gosh like law school you're gonna be an amazing lawyer on this stuff like girl I don't I don't care about law school it's not for me and it's okay that's okay this is not for everybody okay like if I had a other plan for my life right now, I probably would not be in college. Like I would really like to be doing something else, but this is the most expensive way to find myself <laughs> and figure out what I want to do after I leave. You know what I'm saying? So, um, right now we're stuck, not stuck. I love it. We're with African American studies. Um, I'm interested in picking up a second major because I do want to pick up a second major, not just to add on work, but just to add on something that I'm also interested in. I'm thinking about, uh, gender, women, and sexuality studies. And I was talking to my academic advisor about it and she was telling me that, you know, it's, uh, it's a, it's more like, I, I feel like I'm more into like, air quotes, the activism aspect of it. Not saying I'm like the best activist or anything like that, but like just having the knowledge and learning how I can help better, like my community is what I really want. And I feel like GSWS and AFAM would really help me with that. And I'm also um, contemplating whether I want to pick up psychology as a major so actually it would be african-american studies and psychology double major with the gsws minor right and i thought about psychology because mental health is something that i'm extremely interested in and i feel like psychology will equip me with the tools that i need to um better like give get a better perspective about mental health and learn more about myself because there's still a lot that I don't understand about me my personality my own brain like how my brain works and I find that extremely interesting some of it is a little scary I'm not gonna lie I took 
just psych 101 uh, my freshman year but like it was one of my favorite classes it wasn't even it was just like you know like I was saying a general class that I had to take but I loved it and I wish I applied myself more but it was like you know one of those huge freshman classes you don't really get to interact with the professor that much or whatever but it was just it was really good it was a really great class so even though picking up psychology will uh, possibly set me back a little bit unless I take summer classes which I don't want to do I don't mind staying another semester um I think if it's gonna help me and if it's something I'm really interested in I might as well do it because like I said I'm paying I'm gonna be paying back these freaking loans for a minute you know what? I speak things into existence and I pray that God will wipe my student debt. Me and my friend talk about that all the time. And I've been seeing it happening for other people at these HBCUs. And, you know, when God, when you see God busting people in the neighborhood. No, what is the saying? When you see God busting other people around you, that means he's in the neighborhood. And your busting might be coming up next. So I'm going to receive it. I ain't paying for college. I ain't paying for college. I ain't paying for college. I ain't pay for college, and I pray that y'all don't have to pay for college either, because it's all a scam. <laughs> it's like, that's, I mean, not really, that was kind of real. But anyways, um, so yeah, so that's what I'm figuring out right now. So when I start going back, uh, I mean, when I go back and take this class and see how I like it, that will determine whether I'm going to be a psych and AFAM double major, woo-woo, um, and then, of course, I'm not even going to get into all that next about, like, people asking me, like, what are you going to do after college? What are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Let me enjoy my time right now. Like, I'm honestly so excited to go back to college. So excited to be, like, social again, even though it gives me so much anxiety. But it's okay. We're trying to work through that. I'm excited to see people and be around people again. And I honestly don't want to think about what I'm going to do after college right now. I still got a whole year before I can, I really dive into that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, yeah, junior year, you might have to start entertaining that thought, but like, I'm trying to enjoy the moment and that's hard for me to do. Let's just try to be in the now. You know what I'm saying? So, whoo, I feel like that whole episode, I was just like rambling, but hey, she did it. Hey, 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 hey. No edits, no edits. Ooh. I'm proud of myself but yeah um I want to know if you guys struggle with this too please let me know because I I know I'm not that you know I'm not even gonna say I want to know I know there are people out there that struggle with the same thing and that get irritated when people ask when people ask like what are you gonna do next what are you gonna do next like child let me leave let me live okay um and even I'm speaking to myself when I say this don't don't feed into what other people want for your life you know what I'm saying I feel like we get so wrapped up in that even I do sometimes when it comes like my parents or just wanting to show people like look what I'm doing I get so wrapped up into that that I end up unhappy and I spent two years wasting my time with a major that I literally hated and you know I didn't see any potential with it you know what I'm saying it took me three years almost to figure that out so I know that's like an unpopular opinion and ultimately, well, not ultimately, I feel like our parents or whoever that's, that's around you have a big influence on what you do in like your college career or even just your career after college. But like, 
this is this you are the one that's in the position taking these classes taking these tests do something that you want to do make the most out of your college experience okay and again i know that's not everybody's situation but if you can put your foot down and say this is what i want to do and i'm going to be happy with it and you know i want to find a job in this field like this is what i want to do okay and again speaking to myself for that because it's not that easy but yeah that's all we have for that main part so y'all know what time it is hey guys okay first of all my voice sounds crazy because i somehow got a little stuffy in the nose um between last night and today (laughs) making this podcast but i was just listening back to it like i said no edits but i did want to include two things in here before i post it because i don't want i mean just as like disclaimers i feel like i'm always doing disclaimers but I first want to say that I don't want to take it for granted that I'm in college because I know that's something a lot of people want. Like a lot of people want to further their education, but either they're not in the financial position to do so or whatever. There's so many factors that play into the fact why or play into the reason that people can't go into college. And I don't want to take that for granted. And I think um, at first I did, and then I I think I realized how important it was to get an education, but not also, but not just to get an education, but to get an education is something that I'm passionate about, and I finally was able to find that, and I feel like now I'm like really trying to absorb everything, so my mindset has definitely changed about college, and um, yeah, I just don't act like it's something that you can just throw around like college, like it's expensive, okay, first of all, um, it's very very expensive and um sometimes I even think about "Mm, how am I gonna pay this back but you know I I just don't want to sit up here and act like I take it for granted because it's it's a blessing to be here you know and then the second thing was uh, when I was speaking about my African-American studies major and not like wanting not doing things for other people I was saying that because of the fact that people Every time I talk about just majoring in African-American studies, people are like, what are you going to do with that major? What are you going to do with that major? And they um, tend to say things like, you can't really get a job with African-American studies. And that's something that bothers me. And I talked to my academic advisor about it. And that's also another reason why I stuck with uh, political science, something I was not passionate about for such a long time. And she was like, it's not the major that gets you the job. It's just having your degree. I was like, okay. Now that she said that made me feel so much better and I felt so much more comfortable with just having my African-American studies major. Now I will say, picking up the psychology major, I am kind of doing that for other people just because, just in case, um, this is like a just in case major, you know, in case I want to go to grad, end up wanting to go to grad school, whatever it may be, you know. I don't know yet. Still trying to figure that out. I said I don't have a lot of things figured out yet, but I just want to add this in here because I didn't want to come off like I just have money throwing it around trying to, you know, going to college and figuring myself out that because that's not the case at all. And it it just it came off ungrateful to me. I'm not I'm very grateful for this opportunity to be in college and I don't take it for granted because I realize that it's it's a blessing to be here. So that's all let's get back to our regular regular scheduled programming
So let's get into our highs, lows, and buffaloes. Um, my high, oh my gosh, my high was going to church with my friend. Hey, Moni. Um, I have not been to church since before COVID, but even with that, I was not consistent. I think I went probably two times before COVID happened. It was not consistent. Um, the most time I watched church was on online, watching Pastor Mike. Now watching Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts, I love her. Also watching T.D. Jakes, I really like T.D. Jakes. I didn't really like him before, but like he has some really good messages. So just going to church, being in person, being with my friend, and being around like just that community felt so amazing. Like I don't, I, that was just like such a highlight of my week and such a good way to start off the week and I I can't oh my gosh excuse me no edits I just burped I'm so sorry <laughs> um I can't wait to go back it's down like near my school so it's kind of a hard commute to do it um from where I live now to down there um but once I go to school it's only like 15 minutes away from me I can't wait to be going and joining small groups and just getting immersed in like just church again and just feeling good and being in the presence of the lord is here period okay um although although would be my day today was kind of like wonky i feel like this is going to be a whole podcast episode about how much i hate social media <laughs> But, you know, I I haven't been on social media that much, but I went on today and just like, they're just small things that make me upset and I don't even know why, but I get triggered for some reason. So I was like, just looking through like Instagram stories, I was looking at some guy's page and I I was going to unfollow him, but I was like, that's mean. I'm not going to do that. But I was just looking to see if he still followed me. He unfollowed me and that kind of... (laughs) it upset me but I don't even know this guy that's the thing I've never met him in my life so why had an impact on me and it wasn't just that it was multiple things you know you see people doing things I'm like I'm not doing enough and I just get down in the dumps sometimes so it's just something I have to work through and everybody has those days I'm not complaining I mean I am just a little bit because I don't like feeling this way but like that's the only low I've had in such a long time. So like, I feel like overall, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. Okay. And there's an easy way to solve not feeling good with social media. Delete it. So (laughs) I deleted my Instagram for now. And, you know, I'm just chilling, being in my own bubble and making my podcast. And a Buffalo, my Buffalo is that my favorite show is a different world. Oh my gosh. Do I even need to say more? If y'all have not seen A Different World, please go watch it. That's literally like, I feel like it's not talked about enough. I feel like there's so many black shows that don't get enough freaking credit for like just the impact that they've had. Like A Different World was incredible. So I feel like we need to give them their flowers. Um, Just like we do with the other shows like Friends. Not saying that Friends isn't a good show. Like, I watched the entire thing. and It was pretty funny. But, like, I would love to see, like, a different world merch everywhere in the stores like they do with Friends. Like, they have with the reunion and stuff. I would love to see that for black shows. 
that's my little two cents but <laughs> that's it for hazards and buffaloes y'all that's the end of today's episode um as always thank you so so much for listening if anything in this episode sat right with (laughs) y'all let me know please let me know if you guys related to anything in this episode um but yeah that's all i got for you guys today and thank you so much again for listening and i cannot wait to talk to you all in the next episode bye